Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 32, part two of the Hub World podcast. Today, we'll be giving our opinions and breaking, and we will break down all the news that came out of September 23rd, 2021's Nintendo Direct. Uh, I am your host, Mateo, and today I'm joined by. Hello, I'm Jules. I'm Gino. And making his triumphant return to the Hub World podcast after a decently long. Uh, time away is hey it's me yakko uh i've been away for a while but i'm back yay welcome back welcome back yakko we missed you good to have you yakko okay well um to kick this off we have a story to share so i'll let you tell it jules of course we will we'll run through the directs the way we have previously in breakdowns like you're probably looking at a video right now of the screen that says Nintendo Direct 923-2021, and we'll go through the Direct and talk about things like as they happen. But before we can get to the Direct, we have to talk about before the Direct. So we have an interesting story. So Matteo and I, um, I didn't have work today. Matteo had a half day at work. So we're like, let's get together and let's watch the Hub World. Or sorry, the not the Hub World. Let's watch uh, the Nintendo Direct. So I went to go you should pick up Matteo. <laughs> to give you some context in case you're listening from somewhere that isn't Vancouver. Um, Matteo, I I live um I live about twenty ish minutes away from where Matteo was working. So Nintendo Direct started at three where we live at our time zone. Um so I had planned, I had somebody over, um, and I told um I like we were planning to leave at two. Um and that would have given me enough time to go get Mateo, come back, and have like a decent amount of time. Um, now, unfortunately, we didn't end up leaving my place till about two fifteen. Then I got stuck in some traffic. There was a bunch of trucks on the way over. By the time I actually got to where Mateo was, it was close to two forty, and I was hyperventilating. And I was like, we are not going to make it to the direct. And I was like, there's no way we're going to make it. We're not going to make it. And I was like, so worried. And then Mateo's like, don't worry. Like, the GPS is like, we'd make it just in time. We'd make it like one minute before. I'm like, no, there's no way. And we get into, if we get onto the road, and there's like, there's like a truck backing up out of like a construction site. And like the timer just keeps going up to like yep. three, 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 oh, four. And I was like, no, we're not going to make it. I was like, so upset. And I was just so mad. And then finally, like, the, the road clears. We're, no, I'm traveling, I just booked it. I was driving it, and by the time the direct started, we were about two minutes away from my place, and we had to pull it up on Mateo's phone on data. And I was just, I'm like, please, Nintendo. Like, it was like 2.59. I was like, please, Nintendo, please let the direct start late. Please. And then it started one minute early, and I was like, no. And I was like, it was it was rough. It was like a race to the clock. And, we, and then, luckily, um, it opened with things that, Personally, Mateo and I didn't care about. Um, and then um, by the time we actually got into my place, I like had it on my phone, like ready to like um, airdrop it to my TV. Um, and we were like partway through like the first like little announcement, and luckily we we got in for it. But it was 
It was anxiety. It was a nail biter. That, that sounded pretty rough. It was rough because Not I was so lie. they were gonna open with something big that I was like so scared. I was like crying. I was like, no, like I we should have been on time, but all these like bad things kept happening, like trucks and like slow Uber drivers in front of me, or like somebody was like slowing down in a school zone when they didn't need to, and like all these bad things just kept happening. And then me and Mateo even like we took some risks because like on the way back, I'm like, it says it's going to take eight minutes, but I think if I cut through here, it's going to be a little less, but I'm worried to cut. And he's like, just do it. And we did it. And we shaved off some time. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's very interesting. Well, the story is. Leave early for direct. Happens, Cancel your uh, life. Yeah. There were so Cancel many people on traffic hawking that I was like, damn, everybody's trying to get to the direct. I was trying to get over to Nintendo Direct. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it anyway. is a good, uh, it is a, it is a good uh, pastime. I, will not I mean, this isn't the first time during a Nintendo Direct where we've just ma- barely made it. The two I remember in my mind are the, I believe it was the E3 Direct where Banjo was announced, that Riley yep. and I just always, barely made always it. Remember. Like, we walked in as it was starting. And then the other one, which has a much sadder ending, was when it was the Smash Direct where King K. Rule was announced. That was the big Smash one where they announced like Castlevania stuff and it was like a Smash Direct. Um, Riley and Joe were on the way to my place and they were running late and then Joe's car broke down on the way over. Um, so they didn't make it, but luckily I just, I was just like, no, what? I'll wait for you guys. Like, I won't watch it. And luckily nothing got spoiled because that was a big Direct. That was a big Smash one. Um, okay. So now we can start. So, yeah. um, okay, I'll start moving the video over. So, do it like five times. So we saw this. Me and Mateo were like, well, to be fair, I was looking at Mateo's screen as I was driving, so I wasn't seeing everything. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. We kind of panicked thinking this was Smash Bros. Even though it yeah. said Capcom Presents, I'm like, watch this be a fake out, and it's actually just the Monster Hunter that's going to appear in smash rose but uh yeah thank god it it wasn't that but uh we're not the biggest monster hunter fans so that's why it was uh it this bought us like an extra minute or so while we were driving yeah so yeah monster hunter rise sunbreak the first like massive expansion monster hunter rise mm-hmm. um i don't know yako do you want to speak to this i know you're kind of a monster hunter guy um we don't know a lot. It's just to show off a new monster, basically. That's probably like the was a flagship for this this uh, this expansion. But that's about it. We didn't see a lot. It's just a new area and a new monster so far that we know of. Do you have and monster this is paid DLC? I do. It's just it's it's just a new DLC and it's new stuff coming to the game, and that's neat. Yeah, that's kind of hype. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, cool. Um, interesting that they opened with it. Like, I find like this is a strange thing to open with. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know I what? Was like, pretty, I thought it was a pretty decent fake out, right? Because like when I first yeah, when I was true. first watching the opening, I thought I'm like, oh, this looks like that generic Smash Bros. place that they set in every every single trailer. Right? <laughs> yeah, the generic Dark World like ruins. Yeah, yeah, totally. I thought it was that. So okay, um, yeah. So then we kind of go from here. I'll. Skip ahead, um, summer 2022. We'll talk about 2022 in a little bit. It's a lot to say about 2022, let me just say. Um, 
and then they kind of go over it again. So getting a little clip at that, but yeah. Um, then we get to this one, which is our very favorite uh, upcoming game, Mario Party. I I am super hyped about Mario so, Party. I'm fairly sure that this moment is from the opening cutscene, mm-hmm. and that this is it. This is the roster with Koopa up at the, the front, right? Well, Koopa, yeah, Koopa was um, hosting though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm a little bit disappointed that this is our roster. Um, Like, I like that they're kind of going with the classic style of like, here's like your typical. I'm sure DK is playable in there, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. These are, yeah. So we're looking at the picture, right, of like the core, like Mario Party 64 characters. And then with the additional Rosalina and Birdo, and like, that's nice that they're kind of keeping it small, like harkening back to the N64, but then also adding a couple more like Birdo and Rosalina to kind of like round out the like female representation. Like, that's great. Um, Coming from Mario, uh, Super Mario Party, where there was like a massive amount of playable characters, I really wish they would have taken the opportunity either to add a couple more characters or to... Um, add some new characters. Like I was really hoping Pauline was going to make her Mario Party debut, and I'm very disappointed that she's not. Um, at least based off this, I mean, there could be secret characters, but um, yeah. But uh, it's looking interesting. And then they um kind of go into the maps and they remind us five boards from N64, um, and they reveal all the remaining ones. So like. They retread Woody Woods, which we knew based off of the box art, and that's from Mario Party 3. Surprisingly, it's the only Mario Party 3 board. Um, but then they announced literally the two boards I wanted, Yoshi's Island from Mario Party 1 and um, uh, Horrorland from uh, Mario Party 2. And they even introduced King Boo into it. Now, with Yoshi's... Little... With Yoshi's Tropical Island in Mario Party 64, you could kind of break that map by paying the 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 thwomps way too much, uh, way too many coins, and basically prevent your opponents from being able to cross uh, cross their paths. So I've I've a feeling that will definitely be fixed in this game. Maybe because like because like you could pay that thwomp like. Theoretically, you could pay it like 999 coins to pass through it, and then the opponent yes. won't be able to match that, right? But I think that's the point. Is like, like I don't think that breaks it because I think that relies on you spending your money to do that, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, still, it wouldn't it be Mario being, Party if you couldn't screw your friends over. I know, but and it being be such a small, but it, by it being such a small map, it did though. Like it, it kind of. But to be fair, Bowser and Toadette will move between the two spaces. So, like, hypothetically, you're still okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, um, I think they chose a good... Um, like, I think... I still think they should have gone six boards and then two from each. Like, I'm disappointed that they didn't have one more from yeah. Mario Party 3. Um, I but I... Five because of the... Like, the previous game had five. Yeah, but I... Like, to be honest, like, I think the five they chose were really good choices. Mm-hmm. Like, they They're usually strong. pick the best two Mario Party 1 maps and arguably the best two Mario Party 2 maps. Um, and then, Mar- like, Woody Woods is pretty iconic with Mario Party 3, right? Like, yeah. Not as so. iconic as Deep Blooper C. 
Yeah, I, I, I wanted deep really sea. wish deep blue. I I would have wanted that so that we would have had all the biomes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then they kind of announced some other modes. So we start off with um, with mount mini games, and they said there's gonna be seven different kind of modes here. There's I like this one. The survival one sounds cool. Like you keep going. Um, Isn't that online. just like story? No, it's like a survival like a mode. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's like kind of like a leaderboard, and then there's also like the tag team one. Um, they've had like some stickers and like, and they like told us online play is still supported for like all the modes, and that's really exciting. Like, I do think they're doing a good job with this game, and it does look fun, and it does feel like this is just going to be, you know, classic Mario Party. So available October twenty ninth. I just hope that there is post release content for this game. Yeah, I do too. Like, like if there's a five like, board map it, pack, because like that it. would make the game so much. Do uh, it would make the I, game so much better. Like it I just, feel like for like any other Mario Party post game content would have been tricky because then what are you gonna do? Like add more mini games and stuff like that. Whereas I feel like this game works well with it because if they actually did do that and they did drops, it makes sense because bringing more mini games make sense when all your mini game pools just coming from past games so what you're doing is you're actually bringing in like five old mini games as well as one let's say like they did like three content drops and each one was like we're bringing in two new characters five new mini games and a new map right like that that would be significant right especially when it's older mini games that we're waiting to come back some fan favorites um they could easily bring in characters because they have like tons of characters already programmed in this style. Well, they already have the models based off of yeah, the they're programmed too based yeah, right. off because this uses the Super Mario Party engine. So they literally, like, unless they were going to bring in like new characters, they already have them done. And then like maps would be obviously the best thing, right? Like, even if they just did one, I would be fine if they just did one content drop and they're like, here's an extra Mario Party 3 map and here's a couple more characters. And even if they didn't Diddy have Kong. more... more, uh... Yeah, Diddy Kong's missing. He's one that I feel like... That's the thing is, I feel like... I I like that they're trying to be classic with it, but I feel like they could have added more. Like, I feel like Diddy Kong is one that makes sense um, to be there, and so is Pauline. Like, I just feel like... That would have been perfect if they just had Diddy Kong, Pauline, no, no um enemies. Like I like how the the cast is like just core Mario characters. It's not like side enemies, blah blah blah. But I still think there's a couple more big players they could have added because Diddy's not going to have a role in this game like Bowser Jr. and Bowser do or Toad and Toadette. So it makes sense to bring him in. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So, any uh, I'm last look, I'm look, thoughts? Yeah. Nah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I I am. In all I'm looking forward and, to playing online and in person. Yep. Looking forward to get stealing all your guys' stars and just you guys instead of instead of just freaking uh, controller like just rage quitting the game, you just like plug pull your internet. Yeah. So the four uh, of us can do our best to recreate the greatest Mario Party game ever made ever played. Yeah. So. Where I we stand in front of the screen while on, the item mini games are going to tail. No, yeah, but the problem is there's no the battle. Oh, that one, that one, that one where uh, by throwing the last mini game you screwed Yako out of the win, and I won the game. Yep. Yeah. The problem is that the battle mini game mechanic still sucks in this one. 
Yeah. So oh, yeah, it's the, the, the Mario the Party Rumble 2 battle right? mechanic. Yeah. No, it's the Super Mario Party battle mechanic. Oh. They're not random. They only happen when you land on a space. And um, when you land on the space, it disappears after. So there's like a, a limited number. Did it though? Have we seen that happen? Yeah, we did in um, in the treehouse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. yeah, that's cool. It has uh... to be an option to have regular battles. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, like, that's something that, like, if enough people complain about it, they could probably just, like, patch. I don't know. I, I feel like Mario Party is the kind of series that doesn't matter when people complain. Like, they often, like, this is the first time, and look how many Mario Party games it took. This is the first time they've actually listened to feedback. Mm-hmm. That's true. Hmm. It's okay. I'll take it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be better than a lot of the other games. It's basically gonna be the oh, best one be. since the N sixty four. Because it, it is really N64. And speaking of, not to jump ahead, we'll talk about. Uh, actually, more I later. think we should. I think we should save it for that, Jules. You think so? I th- okay, I, I think will. we should yeah, save I it will. for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll move ahead then. Um. So after Mario Party, we had um. This new RPG is in the cards, and I don't think any of us care about this, so I'm going to go fast forward to Square Enix. Okay, fine. Yeah, Square Enix announced this Voice of the Cards game. I mean, it looks cool, not my style, some cool art, but like. Done by the same guy that does Nier. Yoko Taro. This is one of those announcements when we had just gotten in from the car, and I was like to Mateo, I'm like, I'm glad they put these kinds of announcements at the beginning. You know? Uh,. And then this is the Disco Elysium port. Uh, we knew about this because some ratings board leaked it. But yeah, it's a really cool game coming to Switch. Uh, critically acclaimed game that came out last year, and that's all i got to say about that. Yep. Yeah, now uh, they... Cool. Um, I might check it out. So then there's a bit about the Hyrule Warriors expansion pass. You see a little... I, uh, yeah, bit of a hot ahead. take on this. I do not care. I don't care. I don't think that's a hot take. I think most people would just, agree. Uh, <laughs> yeah. just put characters. The, the character together. the character looks God really, really lame. Well, there's multiple characters. There's one other character, but we don't know who they are. It, it, but, yeah. it says multiple um, characters. Um I don't even think I finished this game. I mean the game's good. I just like I'm not super interested by there being more story. Like Pura and Robbie fine, like I'm okay with them. And I'm sh- Whoever the other character is, unless they're like really it's insane. Probably, uh, what's his name? The Yuga guy. If it's him, they're stupid. Why? Yeah. Because why? Like, they should have somebody who's like actually worth like saying something about. Like, I don't want a character that's already programmed into the game. Like, that's ridiculous. Because mm-hmm. you're saying that video character. game companies shouldn't save money Does by Pura, making lazy choices. I'm pretty sure Pura and Robbie are one character together. Yeah, and then. Are. It, yeah, it looks and, like then, it. and then it says there's one more character coming. So I'm personally what, hoping... What does it take? It says someone else? Just one more after Pearl and Robbie. And then added, so, they added uh, more actions for other characters, right? Yeah, some more actions for existing characters. But still... And this game I'm... and this uh, DLC pack also got pushed forward. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be out in November, but now it's coming out the end of October. That's um, the thing. is like, Oh I... gosh, October is going to be freaking packed. Yeah, October is packed. It comes out the same day as Mario Party, by the way. Um, I don't think anyone's going to play this over Mario Party. I don't Party. think so either. Um, <laughs> I do think, like, again, like, I, I, like I'm, I'll like i probably go back and play the story. 
but unless the character is somebody I really give a crap about, like I really don't know. Like I was gonna buy it even if the, all they were giving us was poo. Like I don't what care. It, what if I need full complete versions? If it's kid side on, they can they can go somewhere else. Good. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm not gonna comment too much on it. But yeah, whatever. Glad it's coming. Now this I am hyped for. I am so excited for Chocobo yeah. GP. Chocobo Basically, GP. Diddy, it, it's just Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, it's Diddy Kong Racing featuring these chibi cute versions of Final Fantasy characters like Gilgamesh and the Chocobos and Black Mage, White Mage. Like, this looks so purple, fun. Is the purple thing a behemoth? Yes, I believe so. And then there was, like, Bahamut. there was some, yeah, there were some summons and stuff there too, I saw. Um, it so this looks is the really sequel cool. to the PlayStation One Chocobo Racing game, right? Or it's just like a—I uh, don't know if it's like—I don't know. I, I know a... there was a Chocobo Racing game on PS One. Um, I remember seeing it at a store. But uh, the other thing that uh, I know Yako might not like is that it's got like the ultimate type uh, moves that every character has. That's very similar to the Sonic and Sega racing games. Never played those games, so I wouldn't know. But uh, you'd like to make yeah. fun of me for playing those games, but Damn, they're fantastic racing I'm games. For this game. I think and this is a Switch exclusive. Cool. Yep, it's Switch it looks exclusive. really cool. I'm very pumped for it. So, mm-hmm. then after that, we um, had the announcement of an announcement. Um, the final Mr. Sack Represents is going to be on yeah. <laughs> October 5th. Um, now, I'll, I'll be honest, I think this Direct... In general, like I'll talk more about this later. I think in general, this direct for me was underwhelming, and I definitely think it could have used a Smash character in it. But that being said, oh I'm glad that after all this time, after this 10 year dev cycle, that Sakurai gets to present the last fighter himself. And I'm sure that that presents is going to be a very emotional one. Like, I'm actually yeah. looking forward to that. Like, honestly, He's the no final matter character. what I know, you can is finally happen, take a nap. No matter who the character is, fans online are going to bitch. But honestly, like, I really hope something like Thank You Tr- the Sakurai starts to, like, trend or something. Because, like, it's going to be so emotional. Like, this is the end of a 10-year dev cycle of literally, like, think about it. Like, God, yeah. like, you got to think about it this way. If you think about Smash Wii U, Smash 3DS, and Smash Ultimate as one long project, think about how much like how big of um like an improvement this series or like how big of a leap this series has gone since brawl like sakurai worked his ass off on this project he made the impossible happen time and time and time again like his the move sets of the characters not even I'm not even talking about the third party characters like even just back to Smash Four looking at characters like Robin and Shulk, um, Rosalina the way he handled Ma- Mega Man the way he handled those characters and how much he wanted to represent everything so, um, faithfully so like faithfully yeah to the, like its source material like even going like for instance with new characters like Steve going back and redoing everything yeah. so the character would work. 
things like in Smash Ultimate, including things like turning stage hazards off, the Mm -hmm. insane amount of rules options and like accessibility options just to allow players to be able to play the way they want to. The incredible, like the incredible um, attention to detail, like with things like Donkey Kong's eyes flying out, um, like all this stuff he's done since that like since starting smash wii u and up until smash ultimate is incredible and i really hope that this final presents regardless of who the character is whether it's somebody who breaks the internet like goku or master chief or whether it's somebody who's humble um and small like um like waluigi or like i don't know or whether Say, it's well, somebody that as humble or small, or whether honestly, whether it's a Sakurai bias, whether it's like a another Fire Emblem character or like another, another game character. character that like honestly, I don't care who it is at this point. I just hope that Sakurai gets to say goodbye in like a really strong way. Because what if it is Sakurai? I kind of want it to be Sakurai, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I really. I really I the power believe. Move. I don't know about you guys, but I really believe. I'm gonna get mad because I put myself in my game. I think people it, would, would. I think that would probably go over really well. I hope so, but I really believe this is the end for him. I don't think he's coming back to Smash after this. Oh yeah, like if I had to devote ten not. years of my life to one like like one game or something like that, I I'd probably lose my mind too. Like the Sakurai deserves a a nice long break with his wife. Yep. Like they should just go somewhere and just like, and just like, relax because this has been like, as you said before, like this has been a ten year cycle for him. Iwata's like, looking looking down at him, nodding his head, and saying yes. Well, uh, I was a little like I said, like Jules said, like I I was also feeling that the direct needed something and smash bro a fighter reveal would have been like the small little At least thing like that a small could have teaser happened. like like how terry's but, teaser was right yeah that honestly like something like that would have been really good uh but you know just we have to wait a few more weeks for gino to get deconfirmed i can live with that so yeah yeah um, that's okay we can we'll probably our predictions that Indeed. like we're like we're probably not going to do another predictions just for this because we predicted who we all think the character is going to be in the part one of this. So uh, yeah, but we will. I and I promise all of you, we might not do a predictions, but I think we should do some kind of commemorative Smash Bros. episode Smash moments. Like a retrospective this. type of thing. Like, a, yeah, retrospective or just like something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be down for our, that. Uh, our list of characters we thought were going to be in the game. Our favorite Smash moments. We can show the picture of the cake. No, we could do. I know it's an idea that we've thrown around before. Um, And maybe we'll do this. Maybe we won't. This isn't a promise to you, listeners, but it's something we've thought about doing. Um, But we could do that idea of like, it would kind of still be a predictions, but it would be a different kind of predictions, which is like if every series in Smash was represented now could have one more character, who would it be? That's a good topic. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be really interesting. Because then that gives us an idea of like, we're kind of still doing a prediction, but we're also just kind of having fun with it. 
Mm-hmm. And it's Smash Bros, right? Smash Bros, yeah. at the end of the day, is a game that people are supposed to have fun with, right? Yeah. But I'd just like to point out, before we move on, the particular timing, October 5th. Do you know what else is October 5th? The launch of Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. I don't think it this is a coincidence. Could be I don't think this it, is a coincidence. This is an in, this is Sakurai flexing. Yeah, <laughs> Sakurai's taken the uh, he's taken the the fire from the all the hype off. Oh yeah, because that game's got a lot of hype. There's gonna be because he likes to flex on character on just like he flex on PS All Stars by getting Snake and Cloud. Is and it gonna stuff. be Jimmy Neutron? And it's gonna be Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> That would be really good. Or a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, that would be no. funny. Okay. That would be, um, that would be pretty I'll move, funny. I'll move along. Um, yes, yeah, so we got an announcement or an announcement. Okay, and then um, we get a little bit more. Um, we get to see this. Now, this is a fun game to talk about. Um, yeah. This leaked uh, yeah. in, like earlier this morning. It um, did. I um, I saw that as well. Unfortunately, and, I was upset I saw it. Yeah. Uh, not cool IGN, by the way, by by just basically saying what it was without putting any spoilers. Yeah, I was choked. On. You want to know what's so interesting choked. about it? It's the first 3D Kirby game. Yes. yes, and I predicted this in our predictions. I have been a proponent for 3D Kirby for years, and it's finally <laughs> happening, See, and I feel I'm... so happy. I'm. I love Kirby. I've played every single Kirby game. I've never wanted Kirby on a 3D landscape, and I still don't know how I feel about it. Definitely, looking at this game world, I'm feeling like it looks a little barren. But I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. One thing I can say though is the music in this trailer is incredible. Mm-hmm. But Jules, remember, like, I feel like the trailer, like, I feel like this trailer is purposely crafted this yeah. way where it, it does feel barren because they just want people to get used to the concept of like the way Kirby moves in this 3D space. Yeah. I'm sure the game like we we complain about that actually a lot with Nintendo games where like the initial trailers doesn't really wow us but then the second trailer is the yeah. one that really gets us excited. So I'm really hoping Except that for Dread. A... Dread was exciting right from the very beginning. Yeah. But even Dread didn't show a lot. Um it didn't have to. Yeah, but I like I definitely think it looks interesting. It does look like there's a good puzzle mechanic using the um using copy the abilities. different copy abilities and you know and like then you got Harambe. Fun. Yeah, you got Harambe <laughs> up here. Harambe is the boss. It definitely does look cool and I like the title. The title is very interesting. Um Forgotten Lands, right? Yeah, the Forgotten Lands. This is the first time world. that they've done like post-apocalyptic earth. Right, like the oh. the ice planet from Kirby Crystal Shards was post-apocalyptic Earth, and then uh, is this which... post-apocalyptic Earth? Isn't it just well, like, it looks like it because like you're chilling out like mall, for... right? Yeah, like there's a shopping mall, and like there's like buildings and stuff in the silhouette of where it says and the forgotten like Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Like, like that's like that is very clearly a street, <laughs> and they're at an amusement yeah, park. Does it have to be Earth? Can it just be like a very Earth-like society? I guess, Maybe. but like, but Kirby dabbles with that. Like, now all I right? gotta say like, is, in the tradition of Kirby, I hope that the other Kirby characters show up in some kind of role. 
Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure they will. We will. Yeah. I would Imagine love if they go Meta Knight fight. I would love if they go classic Kirby and make it so that when you beat the game you get Meta Nightmare mode and you can play the whole game as Meta Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of nightmare and all that kind of stuff, like you know how like at the end of like every Kirby, like so the Kirby games are like nice and light and fluffy and like rainbows, lollipops, like everything is super happy. That kind of stuff, right? Be super dark. We were watching some some other YouTubers like w- doing their live reaction to this, and one of them really, really stuck out to me. And they, and I can't remember who said it, Mateo. And it was like, it was imagine what kind gaming. of eldritch horror abomination is waiting for us at the at the end of this game. This game should yeah. have been a Dark Souls like. <laughs> Dark Souls so, Kirby. I have one little hot hot take for this game. Um. I hope there is no multiplayer. I hope it's a single-player experience. I don't think there is multiplayer. I think they would have shown that off if it was. Yeah. If I there is multiplayer, experience. if there's multiplayer, I feel like it's going to be more like the like Mario Odyssey multiplayer, where it's very supplementary. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I will say is, like, looking at like Mario Odyssey and now this, and like the rumored Donkey Kong game, like 3D platformers are on a return, and that's really hype. Microsoft, listen right now. Listen to the fans. Nintendo's going to beat you to the game. You could beat them. Do it. That's all I will say. <laughs> we know We know Bill. Um, uh, we know Phil is... Uh, we know Phil's going to be watching this, Mateo. Yep, Bill exactly. only listens to Bill's. Mm-hmm. Well, Bill, you have Bill Trent in there translating from what Mr. Miyamoto's saying to, to Mr. Phil Spencer. But no. yeah, this uh, this fire. game is this game will be releasing in uh, spring of next year, which is nice. Yet, That's a nice. Yeah, Nintendo's twenty twenty two for Nintendo is nice. Yep. Well, it seems like it's the year that everything got pushed back to, right? So now everything is kind of yeah. like the work at home is starting to pay off now. I mean, we'll talk about it more when we get to like more games that they announce, and I want us at the end to kind of talk about everything. That's coming in 2022, but 2022, assuming everything actually hits the 2022 release, and there's bound to be games we don't know about, is looking oh, yeah. like probably their strongest year since like the Switch launch year. Yeah. Well, 2017 was like the great, the like probably one of the greatest years in gaming. Yeah. Yeah. And this is looking to like trying to like recapture that. Yeah. So we'll move forward. Um, the next thing that they show. Is this guy, um, yeah, little, little Animal Crossing, know. watching, walking on over into the cafe, the roost, and we're like, oh, let's see what the. I said to Mateo here, I'm like, there's no way it can be just the roost, and then this pops up. I'll let it pop up, and Mateo laughed out loud. Yeah, do it now. Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ. I love how, like, within yeah. the first 10 minutes, they'd already announced two more Directs within the Direct. Well, yeah. everyone loves Nintendo Directs, so they're just giving us more things to, like, be I very think, happy. But you know what? I think this is fair, because I think they need a Direct to really address, like, hey, this is why yeah. you should keep playing Animal Crossing. So, I'm going to keep an open mind, but... That actually um, gives me hope. Like, I said in the predictions, like, I really want something massive to let, like, to make me want to go back to Animal Crossing. And now that they're doing a direct, that gives me hope that they actually are going to announce something that's really, really big. So, well, they hope did the say that there was a major expansion coming. So, I'm curious what they will announce because it can't just be yeah. Brewster. 
Oh, like there's gotta uh, be Jules, something else. You did say that, uh, and you you told me this, but they actually announced a fifth wave of Animal yes. Crossing amiibo uh, cards. Amiibo. Yeah. So my theory is that that fifth wave of Animal Crossing amiibo cards is actually going to have brand new villagers in them, and there's going to be like brand new villagers, and that's going to be part of the expansion. Um. Because they can't do a wave with just the characters they introduced in this, because there were only eight new villagers. Plus, the, fine, they'd have um, a couple of the new NPCs, but there wasn't that many new ones. So that isn't enough for a wave, because the waves usually have like fifty characters. So like, I think they're gonna announce like a giant wave of new villagers, and maybe they might even bring back the amiibo villagers. Like they yes. might bring back like Ganon and Epona and Medley and shit. Was Wolf wasn't Wolf Link a villager Wolf as Link. well? W Link. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Link. That would be cool. Will Link. And oh, I would there's also my villagers there's also like an inkling like town. octopus. Mm-hmm. And I believe there was one more. Medley, Wolf Link, Epona, Ganon, um, the Squid, and I feel like there was one other one, but I just don't remember who. Yeah. Banjo Kazooie. I, I wish. Yep, his room. Nintendo would do it. Nintendo. Nintendo. It would look weird in an Animal Crossing style. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, just be a giant forward. bear. Um, the next thing is this, which is we predicted this a Mario Golf update. Um, what was nice is that me and Mateo actually dabbled in this right after because it launches launched right after. Um. Mm-hmm. But they actually announced two new characters instead of just one. So Koopa Troopa, who's like you know a staple, and then Ninji. Ninji's kind of cool. Very cute. Hey, look at that. Ninji's very fast. They talk yeah, about Mateo how fast he plays. I played him, and he is very fast. I felt like we played on New Donk City for speed golf, and I fell off the the stage a lot as Ninji because I just over jumped or or whatever. But I well, like what it is. Yeah, yeah he's a really cool. He's a really cool like Mario enemy. That I've always liked, and yeah, the, it's really cool that he's uh, finally playable in a, a Mario spinoff game. Yeah, I agree. Well, very and welcome then, addition. And then two new uh, courses, which is nice. They have a nice course, um, and then they have like a tropical desert kind of course. So, you know, that's cool. Um, yeah, just cool. That's it. Um, mm. And Once then again, after we this, Kong in that game. we saw. Mateo was like Kingdom Hearts, but no, it's yeah, just uh, Kingdom Hearts Four, Disney, right? Disney Magical World Two. Um, looks cool. I like Disney, but I don't care about this game. Um, Me. And then this was the one where I laughed out loud. I was like, "Hey, Mateo, you play Kodor on Switch?" Yeah. Um, oh, the God. best part is that it's being made by Aspire, who's also making the full remake. So mm-hmm. this gives uh, me this gives me way more faith that the actual remake is going to be way more of a remake than we think. Because if they already remastered and ported it, that means that the remake isn't just going to be a remaster port. It's going to be a yeah, remake. But this, but Jules, this version, like Aspire, has ported Kotor on every platform. On like this, this was on phone, like mobile, on oh, really? PC. Yeah, so like this is it's like I don't this is literally like a drag and drop it's type just, thing. It's gonna be just as drag and drop with upres. Yeah, exactly. no, that's fine. I'm just saying I'm excited for I'm even more excited for their actual remake now. Yeah. Um, and then there was some stuff um, 
what is this game called? Dying Light. This is Dying, Dying Light. Light. Dying yeah. Light 2. Yeah, Dying Light looks cool. Um, I'm not this really was, into this it. Is, this is a cloud version of Dying Light 2, and then I believe and they, they have also the, announced Dying Light 1. Yeah. Yeah. Dying Light 1. Every DLC. Ah, now my favorite. I was very excited to see what the name change for Triangle Strategy was going to be. And lo and behold, it's just called Triangle Strategy, like I feared. <laughs> God. It cannot be called that. It's it still is. a work in progress. There's is. no way it they're going to keep it. That's the name. That's the name. They did with Octopath. It's just Triangle Strategy now, dude. But God. aside from that, it does look really good. And I do think that one thing that this team at Square does really, really well is applying feedback because they always drop these like early demos and then they just directly take feedback. Um, and that's awesome. And like a lot of the things that they're talking about in here, like reviewing previous dialogue, the camera, like if those things were missing in the original demo, that means they just added them, right? Like people were just like, hey, these are things we wanted and they added them and that's really good. Um, and I think this game looks really yeah. good, and I can't. And it's wait always for it. so great when developers listen to their listen to their yeah. fans and make the changes. Cough, cough, Blizzard. Cough. Yeah. Well, March fourth, twenty twenty two. So that one's pretty soon as well. Yeah. And then we get game. this. Um. So oh, then God. they start showing Metroid Dread, and me and Mateo are like, okay, just don't show too much. Um. Because we know so much in the first. They showed talking? so much of this game. And when they got to the second part where they start talking about the biome and they're like, this is the planet, oh, I, I knew that that was the beginning of a video that was actually dropped a week ago. And it was like an eight minute video that covered a bunch and people were saying it was really spoilery, so I didn't watch it. Um, but I was worried they were going to just show it in the direct. And like during that whole segment, me and Mateo were like watching it but kind of like turning our heads being like we don't really want to watch this but we also don't want to like not watch the direct um because we don't yeah. want to see too much you know like they've sold us on this game and well, it's almost like mateo and i were saying it's almost like they want this game to succeed so badly that they're like over marketing it yeah I mean, it looks awesome, though. We still don't well, know like, again, like, there the could be that one is. human that's been, like, living underneath a rock like a... somewhere that doesn't know. Like, there's still that odd like... chance. They could have just shown us saying, just a small amount of the game. That's the thing. Yeah. We think it's a lot, but if... it could just be a small amount. Yeah. But in this overview trailer that they start with, where they start talking yeah. about the planet, yeah. they do go over a lot, because they show a lot of the power-ups. Mm-hmm. Show a lot of the power ups in the first trailer. What are you talking about? They show all the type of armors you can get in the first trailer. I know. They show like everything. In the, in there's like a secret. The Maybe there's like a zero this, mode. In the first segment, yeah, of this, zero mode would be direct, nice. Show that you have speed boost. They never showed speed boost at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, either way, I'm excited for this game. October 8th can't come any sooner. My wallet will die that day. My wallet will die that week because I'm buying this and Monkey Ball and Nickelodeon All Stars. But of course, I'm getting Monkey Ball. Monkey Ball. Play it for like two sessions. Monkey Ball. Hey, listen. That image of Samus, by the way. October fifth. That image of Samus is really cool. Listen, October fifth is the day 
of the major crossover games. Nickelodeon All-Stars, Super Monkey Ball, and Smash. Yep. But yeah, this game looks good. I'm excited for that day. Yeah. I'm actually so hyped for Metroid Dread that I made my Guardian and Destiny look like Samus. <laughs> now, this really is the hot. biggest... I'm I'd really like, this, is, this one is so hyped. So Nintendo Switch Online, they finally announced that there's going to be like a premium. So the new content with a new membership plan. So this uh, was like kind of like rumored. Um, so like, yeah, we're going to have to pay a little bit more. But like what we're paying for is pretty awesome because... And we see know, the like, greatest N64 games. Yeah. Greatest yes, N64 games. The essential like the... Nintendo 64 game in Nintendo's eyes because it's the first one that they show. Just saying. And then they, then they show Yoshi's story. Yeah, Dr. Mario. Do you remember the, <laughs> do you remember the <laughs> first one they show like when we get there? There's also another first one they show when they're like, and we're adding more games down the line. And then they show another game. Well, the so thing is, though, the reason why they single... showed that one, Jules, is because there's one that they couldn't show. No, lies. They could have shown it because clearly they have the rights to it. Anyway. I think we have to show the audience what we're talking about. We've already had the N64 Essentials. They'll see it. Sega Genesis. But, okay, Sega Genesis is a nice surprise. I Yeah, I was very surprised by this. Such I was nice totally surprise. expecting like, no, Game and, Boy or something. And, and the best part was the, the Sega Genesis stuff never leaked. People were saying it's N64 and it's Game Boy slash Game Boy Color. And that was oh, such yeah, a... Echo. Yeah, that was such a really great surprise and also we didn't mention that with the with these games uh they're adding online multiplayer to these yep. games so like we can yeah. play mario tennis we can play mario tennis mario is still 64. like the greatest mario tennis game Star like mario Fox tennis 64. for mario 64 on nintendo 64 is the best mario tennis yep i disagree but it is very good and i wouldn't mind playing it online Thing is, and, though, you're gonna you're I gonna mean, miss out on your custom like your your um your custom characters from the N64. Right. Yeah, um, from uh, the uh, Mario. Uh, yeah, the Mario um, Boy. yeah, the, the two mean, young kids okay. and the two older like trainers and stuff aren't gonna be in it. Well, Maybe they put them in. Hey, you never know because what I will say is so. Well, I'm gonna leave Pause it on the here. screen for a bit, um, but you never know because in the SNES and the NES online. They often released versions of the games that had things unlocked. Yeah, so it's very right. possible that they could release a Mario Tennis or a Mario Golf that has things unlocked like yeah. that. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, that didn't didn't did not clue into that. Yeah. So this is going to probably be the launch this is lineup. The launch. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the thing that I think is the best about this is that it's not just the games are released, right? The games are uprest. Like those games were like looking good. Like they weren't like they Mario were 64 clearly well, wasn't yeah. the version that was in All Stars, but it's definitely like an emulated quality like enhancement. Like they look good. They are uprest. Like and they're like they're running pretty well too, right? Yeah. So. I really want them to add Mario parties. I don't think they will, at least not right away, because of superstars, and they don't want to step on those toes. But I can see them doing it somewhere down the line. Because can you imagine that having Mario Party like two and three online? Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Oh no, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. It yeah, honestly it would, would be. be really good. It it wouldn't be the same experience like you would having 
everyone it's over, but yeah, it's yeah. still like, and we we mentioned this in the uh, in the predictions video where it's just like the part of the magic of Mario Party is just like seeing your friend's face in that you better freaking not when yes. you're about to steal their star. You know what? I agree with you, and know what I agree with you. And had this been five, ten years ago, I would still be, I would sit there and I'd be like, yes. I don't even think they should add online play because that's how I felt like five, ten years ago. I'm like, Mario Party should never have online play for that reason. But now that I'm an adult and I have so little time and energy to get together with my friends, especially four friends sometimes. And this is the other issue. It's not just being free with four other friends. It's also limiting the hangout to only four people because sometimes it's difficult to do that. I appreciate that Mario Party has online. And after I played Super Mario Party online with you guys, I was like, you know what? This is just as fun online. Like maybe you're yeah. missing some things, but it's still fun. And so I actually appreciate that because I think this could be a great opportunity for them to bring the classic Mario Parties in. And even if they don't, we have Mario Party superstars, but it would be nice to also just have Mario Party 2 and 3. Mm -hmm. Um and like yeah, just, we'll go into the other games that they show, but this I is the I really want to point out. I just want to point out here that like just like I, I the only game here that I don't care about is Winback, but like yeah, that, that just, I've never heard of that game honestly. Never heard like, of it. Exactly. You have potentially the greatest games in some of these series here, or at least standout yeah. games in the series, right? Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart 64, Mario Super Mario 64 are classics. Dr. Mario 64 is fantastic. Mario Tennis 64 is fantastic. Star Fox 64 is amazing. Yoshi Story is criminally underrated in my opinion. And then Sin and Punishment, I've never played it. I only I think it was only available in the West on Wii or Wii U Virtual yeah, Console. Wii, Wii Virtual Console. And I think that game's completely in English if I if I remember correctly. So like that's a fantastic inclusion in the launch lineup because that was one game that I always wanted to play and I have it sequel on Wii but I, I won't play it until I play the first one but like this is a really good starting lineup really solid <laughs> oh yeah 15 years of waiting for it is so um that's the like starting n64 lineup um I believe now they're gonna show us the starting genesis lineup which is also really good like you get the first yeah. two Sonic. Or is it just the oh, first? No. Just yeah, Sonic first two. two Sonic, Sonic oh, two. Just Sonic two. That's another way to play Sonic two and yeah. Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Like those games oh, are on everything. Yeah. Rystar is really good. And, I like and uh, another Castlevania game on here as well. Golden Axe, yeah. Castlevania Bloodlines. I think Bloodlines is garbage, if I recall correctly. No, well, yeah, it's not great, but it's still. Yeah. You know, it's there. I, that wow. with the barbarian dude, Mateo. Yeah, Fantasy, Golden Axe. Yeah, Fantasy Star is. is, is Sonic for Hire ruined that character for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, I don't care that much about Sega Genesis here, but I think it's nice to see I, that because that means that other Sega systems or other systems in general could come yeah. down the line, you know? I'm yeah. honestly really surprised also, about this. Know what else it means? Actually, not necessarily. Never mind. I'm I was really going to say that and not say anything. That, I was going to um, say. This likely means that Microsoft is not buying Sega, but then I'd remember what happens after the screen, and I'm like, never mind. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm honestly really surprised that Nintendo was able to team up with another uh, 
console uh, manufacturer. Well, Sega and Nintendo have been pretty buddy-buddy for a long time. But Sega has so many, like the Sega Ages games, and like they have collections already. I'm surprised that they're, they're putting games out on this. Like, it, You'd think that Nintendo would have done their their catalogs first, but like like you said, this, this is really interesting because it could potentially open the doors for other things to come. I really want like Sega to do like for instance this like the Sega Saturn is has that era of of games that platform especially they've like a lot of those games are are really uh, underrated and and really critically acclaimed games they're so hard to find they've never been re-released for the most part It'd be great if they put Sega Saturn games out or even Sega Dreamcast. Now, my question for you guys is thinking about like the future. So obviously this is a premium service and they've added N64 and Genesis. Now, do you think if they were to add things down the line like GameCube or Dreamcast or Game Boy or whatever, do you think that this premium is going to cover that or do you think they're going to make it even more expensive? Do you think it's going to get more expensive? I think this should be... I I personally think that this kind of service should just be detached from the online. Like just make it its own separate thing that you buy into and it's a separate subscription. So what you're saying is at some point what should happen is maybe the NES and the SNES still gets included with NSO, but at some point when they add enough services they're just going to detach it and be like instead of this being a premium on your nso or even just offer it separately like it's not attached like you can either pay on top of your nso and then it's cheaper or you can also just buy the services themselves honestly i think they go the microsoft the microsoft route and do kind of like a game Game pass Pass. thing yeah Yeah. it's just like here's everything lump everything all together if you want nso you're not going to get a cheaper option if you ask me have it I think they should do like an X, kind of like what they have with with Xbox right now. You have Xbox Live Gold, which is just the online, and then you have Game Pass, which is everything. But they don't even offer Xbox Live Gold anymore. At least not at a yearly. You can still buy it. Not at a yearly subscription. Yeah, you can. Yeah, they make it really they make it really difficult for you to do it because the other service is better. Yeah. Well, I mean, not for the actual price. Like if I was paying a real price for Game Pass, it's not better. But regardless, like I was gonna say in kind of the spirit of being the voice of game passes and as good as everybody says it is. I think that a game pass of just classic games is so much more interesting than game pass currently. Well, game pass has a lot of classic games on it, but like, yeah, again, like it's but classic like this. Not really. Yeah. You're not going to get like the, like like these I would consider like masterwork games. Like Nintendo, yeah. I'm sorry, like has the trophy by far. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Nintendo's catalog is just it's it's their IP it's, is second only to Disney and I'd say is more iconic. Yeah, like yeah. it's their games like they have masterpieces on every system that they've made. And honestly, I'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner because like their back catalog is it's basically like it's not like the way Virtual Console was, where you had all these games on this this marketplace that you could play on. So, um, basically, what Nintendo's doing is framing this this service in a way where like 
like I, I I'm of the belief that I I think the freedom that like that virtual console offered was better, where you could just pick and pull what you wanted. But having this lump clump of games, but you know why they're doing it? Well, it's it's they want people to the reoccurring subscription money. I don't even think, I think it's the reoccurring. More, that might be more money. lucrative in the long run. I I actually think it's not because in my opinion, the reoccurring subscription cost isn't like I think they're giving us more value than what's worth it. You know, like they could have easily just been twenty dollars for online and that's it, and that still would have been value because all the other systems charge way more for their online. But they did this on purpose, and I think the reason they're doing this is one, it makes sure that everybody's buying into their online service. It also allows people to play old games, which makes them more interested in newer games. I think the reason that they're doing this is because with Virtual Console, and I think they realized this early, because what Nintendo constantly does with everything, the reason their games never go on sale, the reason that they rarely re-release games and blah, 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 is because they like doing that Disney vault kind of thing where like they keep their brand like desirable by keeping it kind of locked up and exclusive. And I think they realized with virtual console that they fucked up because they're like, we gave them at too much access to our classic games. And I think the purpose of this is that because sure you can play them all you want now, but at some point this is shutting down and then you don't get those games forever. You don't get these games. Like I could have bought Mario 64 on Wii and I had that for life. It doesn't matter how long I pay for Mario 64. When 10 years from now, when Switch Online doesn't exist, I don't have access to Mario 64 anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I'll pay for it again on their next console because I won't be able unless, to go back. Unless the Switch, unless uh, a subscription service like this carries over onto the next Yes, platform. and I'm sure it will, but then that's that's what I mean. Is like It keeps you investing yeah, you in, in system. them. Because yeah. you can't just go back and be like, oh, well, I have a Switch, so I can play these games. It's like, no, you'll be able to play these games as long as the Switch is around, but eventually this will shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, we should move on a little bit. So they then talk about some more games. They you know, tease this great um, Masterwork game as the, the first game that we're going to get after. Um, Francis no, I don't before. think they said it was the first one. They said eventually. Yeah, F-Zero and then is awesome. I'm so happy. Yeah, see I'm, I'm actually looking forward here. to F Zero, and uh, the uh, Paper Mario. I'm super hyped for, and then we see Banjo Kazooie. There it is. Well, there's a lot of games here. That we right there. Yeah, Paper Mario on the screen yeah, right now. Kirby. Paper Mario and Banjo Kazooie, two of the the games I'm most interested to play on the service. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, Nintendo made the right call. They know how valuable Rare was to the N64 with all of their games like if you look at a best selling or like best games on N64 list a lot of those games are rare games and Banjo-Kazooie was the biggest game rare made on the Nintendo 64 now here's a question and golden also like this opens the door to so many possibilities because like we could get Diddy Kong Racing we could get uh Diddy Kong uh, Racing movie. Perfect Dark. We could, like, Diddy Kong Racing could have online is, multiplayer. But my question is, 
do you think we'll get Conquer? Probably not. I'm gonna no? say no, Give just because it's rated M. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think they would do Conquer as much you know, as I love I it. Conquer would be online. Oh, hundred percent. Conquer would be amazing, but like, it doesn't fit Nintendo's. Yeah, it does. Image right. like they didn't even publish that game. I don't think so. No. Um. Okay. Well, yeah, we should move on from I this. Um, because there's quite a bit more. I just want to say with Banjo, I it it, it kind of leaked before, and I kind I wish it didn't, but um, it kind of took the wind out of my sails. But there's I'm so happy Banjo's there. Nintendo's yeah, done yeah. more right by Banjo than Microsoft has. And then we see and I, I will I will I want to say one thing before we jump on to the beautiful trident, uh, that we see here okay. on the screen. So we'll um, if it's truly the N64 version of Banjo Mateo, it's the harder version. Mm-hmm. I know. None of that note save in between worlds. Nope. Yep. You gotta do it. Oh, if you die in Rusty Bucket Bay, you no, gotta no, get no, all the notes all no, over no. again. No, that won't be the case because um, there's save states within these, so you can oh, save. Oh, that state. is true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, if you want to cheat. So, and there's rewind and stuff <laughs> like that. There's a lot of. Oh yeah, anyway. no! You just rewind um, the engine room. Yeah. Anyway, so we see this: the N64 controller is going to be wireless. Looks like an N64 controller. You can already tell by looking at this that the buttons are better quality, and so is the D-pad. Um, the joystick yep. looks like it's like emulating the idea of the old joystick but i bet you it's a lot easier to move like i don't think it's just some flimsy stick hopefully and it's not going to disintegrate like to a million pieces made. after a few years yeah yeah and then there's the genesis one which looks cool um now you i'm can use excited for it bluetooth right to like yeah, other so devices i don't know Good about that it. maybe but um what i am excited for is i was just saying before we started the podcast that hypothetically, if you can play Mario Party Superstars with a single Joy-Con, you should be able to play it with the N64 controller. And that's kind of hype. Yeah. I oh. wish it was a different color. I wish they didn't go with the gray. I understand why they did, but... The gray is the basic one. I would love yeah. to have, like, the see-through green or the yeah. see-through purple. I agree. So, what uh, if, you, just... Mateo, we could, like cannibalize one of our broken controllers and just maybe swap the shells. Nah, I don't want to do that. But I actually I don't just want to give us the, the same the disclaimer that um you have to have a Nintendo Switch online membership to to purchase these controllers and I believe you also have to have the upgrade uh like well you need a, a Switch online membership to to, to buy the controllers, but the upgrade is required to play these N64 and Genesis games. So you yeah. want to play these, like it, it would be weird playing any like a SNES game or whatever with an N64 controller, but like yeah. uh, just quick, funny little thing I was thinking about. And I was talking about this with Gino. It's so weird how there's a Sega branded controller in a Nintendo box. So that's like, <laughs> yeah. some weird, like Twilight Zone stuff that like you would never expect if you were like a '90s kid that hated Nintendo and like you were all about Sega or whatever. So, hey, Nintendo so can finally thing. do what Nintendo don't. <laughs> that's really funny. But well, yeah, okay. Switch Online is awesome. 
I'm hiding yeah. banjo. Forever. I'd like to see the Pokemon yeah. Snap, uh, the Pokemon um, Stadium yeah. games with the mini games come back. Ooh, anyway, let's move fun. on. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's yeah. Move so on. okay. So we're gonna move on. So that was a fun little announcement. Um, and there's some more stuff here. I think there's a sizzle reel. Oh no, these are the collections. So the first one is Shadowrun trilogy. I don't know much about these games. Um, but you know, good for uh, Shadowrun trilogy. You know. Now. Let's get through. This is the one where I was like, of course. And like, this got leaked a little while ago. But I just like to say, I've been on a big Metroidvania binge. And I legitimately just bought each of these individual games on Wii U Virtual Console and just played them and literally finished Aria of Sorrow a week ago. And then they announced this collection. And I'm so (laughs) bummed. And it's about the today. entire trilogy today, just to, before we started recording. Today. I could have just played now. Uh, they're really good games, though. Like, you guys should really, really get it. It's yeah, it's I, really I bought it. I'm I'm gonna make time yeah. after I'm done my, my the new first one. Here. Um, don't play um Bloodlines or whatever it's called or Dracula, Dracula X. X. Just it's just kind of like a meatless version of Rondo Blood and it's more action yeah. oriented. But Circle of the Moon is okay. Um, it's the first one. Play that one first. It's not great. Um, like I think it's just good. But which Belmont does it follow? That one doesn't follow a Belmont. That one follows Nate Graves. Um, but the second one, um, Harmony of Dissonance, was my favorite one. It's like better than Symphony of the Night in my opinion, and it's really really good. Um, that one you play as just Belmont, and then the third one, Aria of Sorrow, you play as just Belmont. Cruz. Yeah, just Belmont, and then. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the third one, um, Aria of Sorrow, is really, really good. It's actually a lot of people's favorite. Um, it's actually more of a futuristic. It's set in 2035. Um, it's really cool. But th- those ones are really good. The, the Harmony of Dissonance and um, Aria of Sorrow are really good. And Circle of the Moon is yeah. good. I'd say Circle of the Moon is like on par with, like, like I don't know, like a weaker Metroid game. Are we not going to talk about the game that just Now, passed? this was a good... Well, we just we just passed, brushed over ActRaiser uh, remake uh, that was announced. It's also available today. It's a really classic uh, yeah. retro game Our that game. was on Super Nintendo that a lot of people like. So I've never no. played it, but it looks interesting. But I'm more excited about this because yeah, last we week, this. for the sixth anniversary of Undertale... Um, Toby Fox announced that Chapter 2 of Deltarune was coming to PC the next day, and it did, and I was like, shit, I wonder when it's going to come to Switch, and I'm so happy that it is. Um, Now, Toby Fox did say that Deltarune completely will be five parts, but that um, part three, four, and five will all release together, and that's when the full game will be out, Um, and that's when it will be paid to, like, get the full game so i like i'm anticipating like i'm gonna replay part one and play part two now and then i'm gonna like wait for the the full game um but yeah it was just updated today which is nice and they updated the application like it wasn't a separate game like they just updated the original application and now it's chapter one and two which is nice okay yeah i mean like that's nice and all but and i know like this is gonna like hopefully not give us a massive amount of like dislikes or anything like that didn't really care for undertale and music was good mateo didn't really like it either yeah but no one i don't care because me and riley love undertale and so i'm hyped yeah um so here is the obligatory 
Uh, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. This is a real. No, I was, I'll just say Delta Rune though is like a lot more of a streamlined uh, RPG. Like it's a lot easier to play. Um. Yeah. Here's the obligatory Switch Sizzle reel from yeah. uh, that's in every Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Uh, SMT Five um, was there, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Okay, now we're at like some new things. So Miyamoto comes in. Me and Mateo were like, "Oh shit, he's gonna announce Pikmin." I'm like, "Nobody's wearing a Mario Mario shirt. Maybe he's gonna talk about you know like a new Mario game." And then he goes in to say like, "Hey, I'm here to talk about the Mario Brothers movie," and it's very interesting. So no Illuminations making it. They made um, Despicable Me. Um, and I think a lot of us have been curious about this movie. And more I details. Like kind of came out of nowhere, to be honest. It did. You. It definitely did. Um, and then he talks about like, hey, it's like officially coming next holiday, which is awesome. I'm excited to go see yeah. that December 21st. That's usually our. Uh... So, like, let me just say, December 21st. Now, that's usually our Star Wars day, where we all dress up as Star Wars characters and go take pictures with Santa. I'm gonna say we all dress as Mario characters next year and go see the Mario Bros. movie and take pictures with Santa. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be Riley needs mm-hmm. to create a Waluigi costume. Yep, yeah. I'm down. Um, so yeah. you got to go with Diddy Kong and not wear pants. And then he talks about he's like, <laughs> so then Miyamoto's like, hey, like I can't say much about this movie, but I do want to start announcing some of the cast. Now this is by far oh, the most bizarre be thing be I've ever seen in Nintendo right? Direct. This oh, is the no. No, it's not. Yako, don't say anything. It's Chris Pratt. It's Mario. The most Mario thing I've ever seen in my life. Yep. And, like, my question is, will Chris Pratt voice Mario? Like, is he going to try to sound like Mario by, like, talking like an like a very poor, poorly, like, imitated Italian man? Or is he just going to talk like Chris Pratt? I hope they at least kind of try to sound like the character. Uh, it's, it's uh, yeah. To be honest with you, oh, and we'll like... get into that later with a certain casting. But like, I hope at least with Mario and Luigi, they try to sound Italian, like Mario and Luigi. Like, 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 the, like the the. I honestly, I wish like I wouldn't. I'm I. The my dream thing is like obviously. They had to have some characters that had speaking roles in the game, but I wish every character talked except Mario and Luigi, and then Mario and Luigi spoke in the gibberish that they spoke in in the Mario RPG game. See, I, 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 think that would... I don't know. I I disagree with you. I think, I think for this platform, they needed to have spoken dialogue. Yeah, I think yeah, they needed that's the, to. That's the thing, but like, I'm surprised none like. None of these really leaked. Only one character leaked, and we'll get to that when their time yeah. like cut when they pop up. But yeah, Chris Pratt, I think. I mean, interesting interesting I like Chris. But Pratt. like, what if it's fine? Yeah. yeah. At the end of like, uh, at the end of like our breakdown of the the casting choices and everything, I do have a bit of an idea of why they made a certain why they made okay. this decision. Well, we'll talk about yeah, it. I also but, have that. Same yeah. Chris idea Pratt's an interesting have. Mario. And then they announced, um, so after Chris Pratt, we have, um, hold on, let's just wait for it to transition into the next Miyamoto one. Miyamoto seemed very happy with these yeah. the casting for all these characters. Yeah. So. So Anya Taylor-Joy, who she was the main character of Queen's Gambit on Netflix, she's playing Peach. Um, mm-hmm. 
kind of cool, you know. I don't know much about her, but I'm sure she'll be a good peach. Charlie Day is Luigi, which I think is an awful choice. Uh, yeah. I hate Charlie Day. Mateo also. I, from the I'm not a fan of his voice. Like, his voice is, like, when he gets really, like, like, he he can get, like, he's in the Lego movie too, right? Like, he and, like, he he can have the... Because uh, he's a spaceship guy, right? Yeah, he's a spaceship guy, Lego but, like, yeah. his voice, when he gets, like, frustrated or something, he can get really high-pitched, and, like, that doesn't really fit Luigi, but... I can I can kind of see what I I feel like they want with Luigi and he I, does fit certain elements like if he plays the really scared character like the way the way Luigi should be it should be all right but I feel like he's a little too high energy to be Luigi in a way if that makes sense I can kind of feel like what they're trying and to Luigi could be a high energy character yeah mm-hmm. I I'm wondering how they'll interpret it but um then I, I remember, like, after this, so Chris Pratt, me and Mateo were like, okay, like, strange choice, but we like Chris Pratt. And then they, were, they announced Peach, and we're like, okay. Like, I didn't know who that was, so I was like, okay. And then um, Charlie Day and Mateo's like, ah, like, I don't like that guy. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about him. And then the, <laughs> and the next one, this is the moment where this movie went from, like, I'm interested to I'm on board. As soon as they showed that Jack's laugh, <laughs> Was Bowser? I was on board. Oh, I mean, like, God, referred yes. to him board. as Jackson, which is amazing. <laughs> I'm so hyped for Jack Black as oh, Bowser. Like God. this is like this is like when they announced that Jim Carrey was Doctor Eggman, and it's like, hey, like even if the movie's bad, I at least got to see that. Like that, that's what this movie is for me. It's like, yeah, this movie might be a train wreck, but to see Jack Black as Bowser, I don't even care. Like I, I'm seeing that movie. I am going. Imagine I if Tenacious going. D, imagine if Tenacious D writes a song for the movie. I, they definitely won't, but like, that'd be hilarious if they did. Oh my God. It would God. be hilarious. Imagine if this movie is such a hit that all these characters voice the characters in the games from now on, and Jack Black has a lifetime gig as Bowser. I honestly think this movie will be, like, this movie, like, Nintendo got burnt so badly with the original live-action Mario Bros. movie. They, they're definitely, like... They, they wouldn't just let someone make them no, that make a movie with their honestly, properties I... unless they, they knew it was going to be a hit, so... I'm I'm really excited to see what Jack Black does on his YouTube channel for this because yeah. you know how he's doing like the Jumanji stuff, right? But he might not be able to. It might it might depend. Nintendo might be a little bit more stingy, but who knows, right? It'll be fun. But this is another good one. Keegan Michael Key is hilarious, and he's, in he's everything. Gonna do, he's gonna do like, Toad so well. Is this Toad? I'm so excited. (laughs) And then, so at this point, I actually thought, like, when they did this, I was like, okay, there's no more characters that are going to show off. But the next one caught me off guard so hard. I was like, like, I thought Jack Black was the the peak. I was like, that's it. And then Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. I was like, holy crap. I'm like, this movie is has gone from being, like, on my radar to, like, I don't know how I feel to, like, suddenly my most anticipated movie of all time. Like yep. it's gonna be so fun. I really hope Seth Rogen acts more like the way he was like Pumbaa. Yes. Then I want to see like, Stoner Donkey Kong. I don't want to see Stoner Donkey Kong. Oh my god! And then they announced that Charles Martinet will be appearing as surprise cameos. I wouldn't be surprised if Wario and uh, 
Waluigi make some cameos. Some people were saying they were expecting Danny DeVito to be announced as Wario. <laughs> then you got but, these yeah. ones, which are interesting. So you got Kevin Michael Richardson is playing Kamek, which is awesome that Kamek's in the in the movie. You got Cranky Kong's in the movie, and Fred Armisen's Fred, playing it. Fred Armisen is hilarious. He's so funny. Fred Armisen's great. And then we knew about this one. Sebastian Maniscalco is playing um, uh, Spike. Sp- sorry, Maniscalco. He straight up said in the podcast he was going to do voice recording to play Spike in the Mario movie, like on his, a on month his podcast. Ago. Yeah, my my yeah, dad listens ago. to his yeah. his his podcast, the Pete and Sebastian Show, uh, the, the Pete and Sebastian Show, religiously. He didn't, and say, like, he didn't say it in that podcast, you know. But I'm so Sebastian excited. To see is hilarious. I'm so we, happy. He's this, in this is movie. such a strong cast. That, like, I really feel like the way they're approaching this movie is instead of making it like, hey, this is a movie about Mario and his friends, I really think they're making this, like, Lego movie where it's like, this is a joke. Like, the point of this movie is, hey, this is a joke. Like, I think no, that's what... They, like, I don't think like, that at all. But in a joking sense, like, it's going to be good, but the point of it isn't necessarily to be an accurate representation of the source material. The point of it is to be really fun and funny. And they're not going to try to just like, they're not trying to translate Mario from the games into the movie. What they're trying to do is they're trying to make it fun. And that's why they've casted all these characters like this, because like cranky Kong probably like if Seth Rogen is playing donkey Kong, donkey Kong isn't going to act like he does in the games. He's probably going to act like Seth Rogen, which is going to be interesting. And like, same with Bowser, right? Like they're going to give these characters, this new personality, this new side to them that we've never seen before. And I think that's going to make it, that's going to lend itself well, because what it will do is it will do like what Sonic movie did. Like, what did um uh uh gosh why can i not remember what's his name's name jim carrey jim carrey um jim carrey didn't try to play eggman like eggman is in the in the games he didn't try to translate eggman into live action he played himself as eggman but that version of eggman was very successful and very fun and so it felt like something different. And I think that's what they're doing here. Is they're like, we're not trying to redefine your games. We're not trying to make your games become something different. We're just taking these characters and we're just going to have fun with them and like have a new spin on them. Just kind of like, I know how Wreck-It Ralph did with like Zangief yeah. and stuff like yeah. in that sense where it's like, these characters are familiar, but you know that they're being interpreted differently. I think. I think the interpretations obviously will be different from what they are in the games, but I really think that this is like going to be an origin story for Mario. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there's are, gonna, there's going to be some really funny Mario and Cranky is in it. So like, that's exactly that's what why I was Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong are in this movie, right? Right. I th- I I and don't Form think that. Spike. Yeah, exactly. Like Mario, it, like Mar, like Spike, Cranky Kong, and Mario are going to have a history with each other. And then Donkey Kong can probably be like, yo, Mario, why were you a dick to my dad or, or something like Why'd that? Why'd you put you, my dad in a cage? put my dad in a cage. And then, like, then the Mario story that we all know that has come after Donkey Kong will then probably be developing after that. Like, I could see Cranky Kong only and Donkey Kong only appearing at the beginning of the movie. Or maybe Donkey Kong will 
be like Donkey Kong Jr. at the beginning of the movie, and then he grows up and then becomes like a a, a companion like a or something. Kind goes of with Mario. <laughs> do you think throughout the, the movie? Now, do you think that this is the full like core cast, or do you think there's some characters that they're not telling us about? Oh, there's definitely like, characters they're not telling us about. Like, like, it'll be Yoshi and, and there's definitely going to be a, the movie, the game. I'm surprised yeah. there's no Yoshi. I don't know if there will be a, the movie, the game. I want there to be. I don't know if there will be. I mean, it's possible. I wouldn't put it past Nintendo, yeah. but there are those rumors of that Donkey Kong game. I don't know if Nintendo's like main like Mario team would be working on that and a Mario uh, movie game. I don't know. What if that was the game? It's just from Donkey Kong's perspective. Maybe. Uh, yeah. God. Um. Okay. Well. I'm gonna move us along because we still have a couple more things to talk about. But yeah, this movie is gonna be really fun. It went from like looks so excited about it too, and that that you know that has me excited to see like this old man who created these characters so excited to see them like come together in like live action. Zero faith in this movie going into this because I really don't like any of Illumination's movies. I don't like Despicable Me. I don't like Minions. I don't like Sing. I don't like those movies. But the fact that Miyamoto is so excited about this and the cast is amazing and just, like, I, it went from, like, me kind of dreading this movie's existence because, like, I felt like it's going to be a disaster. But now I'm like, oh, my, I'm so invested now. It's just, it's so exciting. Um. Okay, well, then we're on to this one, Splatoon. Um, which, I mean, we thought was coming, like... They talked about it early in the year, and um, it was bound to make another appearance. And you know, it looks cool. There's some really cool new, like, look at these robots. And I don't cool know. If new... the, the, it seemed like uh, Mr. Squid Research Lab dude, basically uh, let, that pops up later on, said there's new abilities and things. I honestly hope that all the abilities in the game are brand new. Like, I don't want like the the um, like the, all the, the the ones that they had in Splatoon one and two reappear because the the environments and vibe of this game feels completely different from the the all of that in Splatoon I mean, one and two. I mean, I so, agree with you in terms of the story, but I don't know if that's the case with the like multiplayer. Like, I think the multiplayer needs to bring back stuff. Um, but like the story definitely, I think, should focus on different things. Like the story looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um. I like that they're interpreting the story as like this return. What's it called? The return of the mammals, mammalians, mammalians. So like they're talking about what happened to the mammals, um, in this world. And this so, guy's the best. I love this. this I guy. like what I like the most about the way that the story looks right now. At least the vibe I'm getting is it looks closer to what Octo expansion was like than what the campaigns of Splatoon one and two were like, and yeah. that has me more excited. Because I really loved Octo Expansion. Such a breath of fresh air. Yes, Octo Expansion was incredible. Um, so yeah, this looks really fun. Like, like I kind of said in my recording that you guys played last night. Um, I do think Nintendo's on this like second life of Switch now, and so a lot of the stuff that they're putting out, I think now are going to be things that like they already put out on Switch, but like their new versions. And I think Splatoon Three looks interesting, and like. It doesn't feel too soon. Like it, it feels like it's the right amount of time because it's been four years. Um, it'll be five years next year, 
right? It came out 2017. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that's the right amount of time. Like it's it's a good time for it, and um, and it gives those new adopters of Switch a chance to get into Splatoon and to like start new again. Because like I wouldn't want to get into Splatoon now. All the swap yeah. fests are done. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah. Everyone's Hopefully, some like cool spot Um, yeah, but I want to see the new hosts. Hopefully, they're cool. Yeah, I, I honestly really thought that they were going to show off the new pop stars, but like, I mean, they show off a new character. Game's still they a while away. That, show off that yeah, but like, half, right? No, well, that's uh, in the middle of the two. I believe that's a different character, isn't it? Is no, it? that's 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 the equivalent of like your your character. That I, yeah, because I thought that was like the the like the the and yeah, the new pose. Go. Yeah, the, the pose new pose. But, uh, the character, like they, they Mateo. I I don't know if you've played the Splatoon campaigns before, but um, basically your character that you played in in Splatoon one and Splatoon two are actually characters in the story that like they will reference in Splatoon three. You're here, like the the character, the squid that you're this the inkling or the octoling that you're gonna play as, will be characters in future games also. So like they kind of uh, reference back to the events of those well, games we'll in that way. It, yeah. So in like for instance, in Splatoon one, you play as Agent Three. Yeah. And it's just whatever your character is, and then they reference Agent Three when you as Splatoon Agent, two. I think. No, you're Agent Three because Callie and yeah, Mari. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and then I said, yeah, and then they get ref- the agent three gets referenced in Splatoon 2's story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and your agent, I think, five. Yeah, because because off the hook are technically agents. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, this is the final announcement. For yeah, the so they said this is and the then final. The was agent eight. You were agent seven. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So. Anyway, is it okay? We move some from Splatoon, or do you yeah. guys want to talk yeah. about more? No, yeah, we're that's good. it. Both um, the Octolings are funny. So then we gotta get into this last one. They said this would be the last announcement. Now, this is interesting because the first thing that you see is platinum there, so obviously it's a platinum game. But then you're in like Japan, so it's like confusing. And I, I one, just noticed that it says 101 on the top of that building. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reference there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so, like, I at first was like, oh, this is Bayonetta. And then, like, you see, like, the tanks and, like, the military and I was like, oh, okay. I still felt like it might be Bayonetta. I'm like, it could be. And then this thing comes in. I was like, uh, that doesn't look very Bayonetta-ish. Like, I don't know. I wasn't sure how I felt. I was like, mm, it might not be Bayonetta. Like, it kind of looks very different than like what a Bayonetta monster would look like. And I was very confused yeah, because... um, at what it was going to be. Cause obviously this is set in Japan and like that monster doesn't really look angelic or demonic. And so I was like, I don't know. Like, like I really didn't know what I thought it was. And then I was like, maybe there's just something new. And I'll tell you the moment that everything shifted. There were two moments where it shifted. So I was like, I don't know. And then um, and then these gunshots got fired. I was like, oh, it's Bayonetta. I was so happy. 
And then he, he turns the around. The gunshot. <laughs> yeah. He turns around and you see this fucking dog. And now none of you guys would have gotten this because you guys know where the random games. But, but yeah, Mateo, <laughs> Mateo, that dog is from Astral Chain. So for a second, I was like, oh god. And I played Astral Chain. And I liked it, but I don't want a sequel. And I was like, really? I was like, uh, I don't know how I feel. And then Bayonetta showed up, and I was very happy. The reflection. <laughs> you see the reflection in, in the sword yeah. of Bayonetta. You see the, the, the witch time, and then I was like, okay, thank God. Um, to quote Justin, the wizard time. Yeah. And then, yeah, so anyway, then she comes up, and she has her new hairstyle. And know why? Like, I liked her new hairstyle. Um, and my roommate pointed out to me, he's like, yeah, it's the same hairstyle that, um, like, Yako, you'll understand this. Yeah, but in the first game, uh, what's her name? The, you know, like, she has the her, like, girl. daughter the there. Girl, right? The little girl. And she has this hairstyle. So it's kind of, like, hearkening back to that. Which I really liked. Yeah. Is her hair, like, attached to the costume? Or does it just look that way? Going yeah, it's just wrapped around. Right yeah, there's some right. cool new gameplay stuff they show here too. Like, I think the big thing that um, they kind of show off here is like, obviously, the main gameplay is the same. Um, but then, um, so like, this is the main gameplay that's similar, right? She's like hitting things. But then they get into. Um, let's I got see, DD. They kind of get here, and then she pulls out her. First of all, she doesn't get naked anymore. She just kind of like uses her hair. Well, they have to like not do that anymore. It doesn't it's need to be good. naked. But it changes, That's okay. Like, but like, yeah, they got this kind of like almost like this kai kaiju kind of mechanic now, where you like legitimately control the the yeah. She's doing the dance move right there. It's really cool. Like I, like I think this looks really interesting. So I'm excited to well, see how this plays out. I know how, how excited you are. I saw this, I'm like, oh, Bayonetta 3, okay. And then I didn't really I'm not, care. I'm not super excited. I think Bayonetta is the kind of game that when it comes out, I'll be excited. But like, it's nice to finally see it and to see her hairstyle. What I really wanted to hear that they didn't show was which song they're going to Bayonettify, which they didn't yeah. show, but they I'm sure we'll find that. it out. Yeah. I probably um, couldn't do that because like, copyright I'm not issues a... nowadays. Yeah, exactly. You want to do it during the direct? No, but I still like, will. I'm not the and, biggest. Again, no. I'm here at the end. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then here at the very end, uh, we have uh, Dante from the Devil May Cry series. <laughs> is that Dante? That's not no, Dante, is it? It's not Dante. I think it's a. I think it's like a. I think it's probably gonna be like original like character. A nod, a nod to the Devil May Cry series. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. As a character, yeah. So, yeah, um, yet another game coming out next year for Switch. Yeah, twenty twenty two is okay. So I'd like to. I said I would. I said I would. Uh, kind of talk about this, or we'd yeah, talk about this, but twenty twenty two is nuts for Nintendo. So, as of now, we know Legends Arceus Legends. is opening that that year. You got in March. You got Triangle Strategy. You also got Kirby coming around the spring. You have um, Breath of the Wild 2 coming out sometime that year. Splatoon 3 coming out sometime that year. Bayonetta 3 coming out sometime that year. Um, you uh, have... 
the Chocobo cart coming out that year? Or that Chocobo cart, but I not as major, but like yeah, that's um, also Angle Strategy also will one. be an uh, Switch yeah. exclusive. Said that yeah, I, I said that already, oh, and then yeah, but already like oh, and Mario and Rabbids. So like yeah. that's already we're not even, even in twenty twenty two. And that's already like seven that's exclusive eight. games. And like they're high pro like the least high profile. Is that eight? Yeah. Well, yeah, if you include Chocobo, but I wasn't really including Chocobo. Okay, so seven. Um, seven if big you games. Don't include Chocobo and you just talk about like if you talk about the Nintendo ones, just like the Nintendo published ones with Nintendo characters, that's mm-hmm. seven games and the lowest profile of those games is Mario and Rabbids. And that's insane to think. Like, I don't think all those games are gonna, like. I genuinely think Breath of the Wild Two is getting delayed to twenty twenty three because I'm a pessimist when it comes to Zelda. But it's very possible it comes out next year. But this is fall twenty twenty one. Nintendo yeah. always announces games like in the year. So like, who knows what else they got? But even if they didn't announce anything else, they already have a strong year. Like they have a major Pokemon game at the beginning of the year. They have Zelda probably at the end of the year. They have Bayonetta three, which is a major third party triangle strategy, which is a pretty decent sized third party considering the Octopath um, success. And then you got your first 3d Kirby game. Um, you have Splatoon, which is a big multiplayer game. Um, and then what was the other one? That was 2022? Mario and Rabbids. So yeah. like, you got a lot of variety there and a lot of characters. And there's bound to be a Mario game next year. There's a Mario game every year. So there's something Mario cooking, uh, stirring. Um, potentially that Donkey Kong game. There's potentially that Donkey Kong game. There's um, Monolith Soft working on. Monolith right? Soft. Everyone right? thought there was going to be a Monolith Soft game announced today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Like Metro Prime 4 probably isn't next year, but like we might even see it next year. Um there's a lot. There is a lot of yeah. stuff. Like it's and there's also a good chance that there's other Zelda stuff whether it be Twilight Princess Wind Waker HD or like some other remake. Like there's other stuff in there and like well if Metro is... Prime trilogy comes yeah, out Metroid Prime trilogy that could come out right that 2022 is going to be a strong year and i think mm-hmm. 2022 is going to be the first year where they're carried by games and not dlc because yeah. smash is done right like our smash cycle is over at the end of this year yeah and one of the big things that they relied on in directs for buzz was smash characters so i really think that moving forward their directs are going to need to have like bigger announcements mm-hmm. yeah they're um, gonna need something to to definitely pull but yeah but there's there's got to be some other I'm stuff hyped, honestly yeah. like even the n64 stuff like no the n64 stuff. stuff is huge by itself but like taking the like all the n64 stuff out there was a lot a, a yeah. lot to be like hyped and like really excited for like and, i was i completely <laughs> forgot the mario movie existed and mm-hmm. then that news drop in there I'm surprised it was out. yeah, I'm surprised it was in what a direct. Heck, we might even see more like hey, Universal uh, California is now open. Yeah. Like this Game is what we're going to show off. I believe the, the Nintendo the... World is opening up at Universal Studios Hollywood next year as well. So Yeah, like we can and... see stuff like that. Like hey, here's the new attraction at the park. Come by and see it. 
Yeah, and who knows with the success in the Mario Bros. movie, there could be other things, right? Um, especially with the game, video game, like television series being on the on the like upswing right now with Castlevania. Now there's Tomb Raider. There's that League of Legends show is dropping on Netflix Sonic this year. Um, Sonic is getting a show. Um, Zelda, way back when. Way back when, but then Kingdom Hearts is getting its Disney Plus show. Like, there's Wait, a what? lot of yeah. Oh my God, heart bullshit the TV series. Yeah. Oh God. I'm curious to see what they do. Um, but yeah, there's like a lot of upswing on like video game movies and shows. And like, I think Nintendo could potentially look into that. And maybe they won't start with something like Zelda, but maybe they'd start with their little things, like maybe giving Star Fox a show, maybe giving Fire Emblem a show. Um, and that's the thing we're overdue for a Fire Emblem game. Yeah. We're overdue for a Mario game. Um, mm-hmm. Mario Kart, who knows? Um, there's a lot of stuff that can be coming that we like. I don't know. Completely forgotten about. Yeah, like I, I do think Nintendo Switch is on the. Like we're we're gonna hit like a pretty big uh, resurgence of games. Like I, I feel like the last couple of years have been. Not bad, but they've been a little dry. Like last year was definitely really dry. This year, not as much, but still, like we didn't have like a really big holiday game this year. We're, we're more having like some smaller things. We had WarioWare, which was good. Metroid Dread is going to be great, but again, smaller game. The remakes, Advance Wars, like Brain Age. Um, but I think next year we're going to get the return of like the massive blockbusters. Um, and that's going to be fun. Also, I'm calling it next year. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 4, published by Nintendo. I've been playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 again, and I want Marvel Ultimate Alliance 4 now. Well, I think we should wrap this up. Yes, Um, we should. So, uh, once again, everybody, thank you for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe. Follow us on uh, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, we have some, we have a lot of growth on there. It's really nice to see uh, everyone tune in and download us on all these different platforms. Uh, we have a lot of stuff in the works. Uh, really excited! New series are going to be starting soon. Uh, Over on and, YouTube. Uh, yeah, on YouTube. That uh, I believe, yeah, that will be exclusive content to YouTube. Um, so make sure to check us out on YouTube as well. Like I said earlier. Uh, and then a couple more collaborative topics are going to be in future episodes coming up, more essentials. So, uh, yeah, just yep. keep your ears your uh, your ears focused yep. on the hub world and your eyes peeled. There's going to be a lot of fantastic content in the works we're really excited to be working on. So, uh, once again, thank you for listening. And we will see you in uh, about a week a for bit. episode 33. So. Once again, thanks, guys. See you later. Yep, yep.